Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Your Christian Life. My name is Ian, the young adult pastor, and congratulations for another week. You figured out how to listen to a podcast. We're so thankful and honored that you took the time to listen and check us out. And uh, if this is your first time, Your Christian Life is a podcast that aims to empower young adult believers to follow Christ in their everyday life. And today, we have a very special guest, the one, the only, Robbie Keys. What's <laughs> happening, Rob? Not much. It's going good. Yeah. 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 So um, Rob is, um, is, I'm sure many of you know, a very, very talented individual. Um, but Rob, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, I am an artist, I guess, in the creative realm. Um, graphic design is my profession. Um, I didn't know what that was when I went to college. Um, I was studying to be a fine art painter. I like to paint. I like to draw. I went to art school applied for it and they're like have you thought about graphic design I'm like I don't know what that is and uh but the counselor must have saw something in my portfolio that I was presenting and so I gave it a try and fell in love with it um only because I'm kind of technical I like architecture I like building things Mm -hmm. I grew up playing Legos and things like that and um so I like to create and I like to take things apart and put it back together. So graphic design for me was an easy fit. Okay. Once I learned what that was and that I could actually make money doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a career. So, yeah, that's how I fell, fell into it. Yeah. So no, like, starving artist syndrome or anything like that? No, you? no, no. <laughs> that's good. I was on the road to that, but, you know, yeah. somehow right. it, it worked out. So Rob and I have a very important thing in common. We are both very, very huge Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. So what is your favorite Star Wars movie, and why is it The Phantom Menace? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I, when I, was, I was like four and a half when it came out, so for me, um, it's always been a big part of my life. Um, I loved Return of the Jedi. Um, because that kind of like completed it for me yeah. in a sense. And I just liked the, the thought of coming to age and coming to bring back the Jedi, I guess, yeah. you know, so that was one of my favorites growing up, Yeah, you know, but as far as the new ones, I, I, I enjoy the new ones. I even enjoy the prequels in a sense, yeah. and, you know, a lot of fans make fun of it. Um, but you know, to me, it's, it's good backstory oh, yeah. of how things started. Yeah. It's interesting to me the number of people, um, you know, the now the early twenties, they grew up with the prequels, so that's Star Wars to them. Yeah, you know, so that is that's the best part of Star Wars is is the prequels and <laughs> General Kenobi and and all of that and yeah. you know and it's Star Wars is almost a like a dissertation on what nostalgia can can create like a lens with how you view things. You mm-hmm. know, I'm sure 15, 20 years from now there's going to be all the kids growing up that watched the the sequel trilogy, that's going to be Star Wars for them. That's yeah. going to be their favorite movies and their favorite, you know, there's going to be all the, if there's memes in 15, 20 years, I don't know what they're going to be <laughs> doing then. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's funny how a, a movie series can be so global It's and, and so universal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody asked me, like, where do I start, I'd still start them with four, five, and six yeah. first. Because that's yeah. just the way it came out. Yeah. And to me, it's a better storyline Yeah, for the prequels. Because you need to go back and you kind of know, all right, this is explaining 100%. This, yeah. To start there, I'd probably... Well, then you lose the, the Yoda uh, uh, twist. 
You yeah. know, it's that's Yoda instead of who's that weird, mm-hmm. you know, Muppet. That's <laughs> <laughs> being. Right. I've. Uh, have you heard of the machete um, way that to watch the trilogy? Yeah. So you go four or five. I've always. I've never actually took the time to do that, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll. Yeah. I mean, I guess quarantine's as good a time as any. <laughs> right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, so this Star Wars is not the reason we brought you here. No. We're uh, we're <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're continuing or closing out our, our three part uh, series, whatever we want to call these. I don't know. Uh, chapters. Chapters. Oh, that's fun. You can yeah, call sure. it our third chapter, um, <laughs> talking about creativity. And uh, we thought Rob was a really unique um, opportunity because he he does. Um, He's a creative as a, a professional in the, in, you know, in the workforce. And so how long have you been doing graphic design? Well, officially, professionally since 94. So, okay. 26 years. 26 years. So yeah. are you as passionate today about creativity as you were 26 years ago? Um, yeah. Um, a while back when I first started and being a creative type, you kind of want to have the mindset of I want to create something that no one else has Mm -hmm. and I want to get accolades for it and I want to win awards or whatever kind of thing and you have the mindset of I can do whatever I want and in the business world you have to deal with customers Mm -hmm. um, what they want to try to envision what they want because no matter how creative you can be there's still that element of they don't like it or they want something different and um and to relate it to god i you know, when i was first coming to know him i just i fell in love with the the creator first yeah. um because i was always painting landscapes or i was doing still life or anything like that and i i would look at the fine details of creation really basically and just come to the conclusion there had to be a creator that made this flower yeah. that made this tree or this landscape, or this mountain, whatever it is, and that's how I began. And then when I took it to the professional level, I kind of had to die to myself, I guess, in the sense of I can't be stubborn. Yeah, I have to think about the companies that I'm working for or, or representing. So if somebody came and said, I need a brochure, or I need a logo, yeah, I could create thousands upon thousands of different versions of that but i i have to think of what does the customer that they're giving it to need to yeah. to to look at and i guess for me i i gave up the sense of myself and wanting to create things because i think a lot of times people can when they're on the creative sides they don't like rules yeah they want to do what they want to do um a funny story that my mom always tells Uh, about me as in elementary school I hated art in the sense of I didn't want to follow the rules Mm -hmm. I wanted to take the elements but make something of my own and I um, I actually have a Christmas ornament that I made and um, we we make fun of it because it's it's silly in the sense of it's just like what the materials it's made of but I always tell the story to my kids like that's just something that I wanted to do on my own. Yeah. Not follow the, the rules necessarily. So it was just the, an example of that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, there's, I watch people that um, are either, 
you, it, this applies to creatives and non-creatives. I think um, you know that that line, whatever you know. We've talked a lot over the last couple of podcasts about um, you know non-traditional. What I what I've kind of coined as non-traditional creativity, where um, you know it's not necessarily painting or drawing or graphic design. It's it's you know uh, creating a spreadsheet or solving a problem that mm-hmm. requires an enormous amount of creativity. And we're all we're all creatives, quote unquote, and it, it just looks different. And there's this traditional idea of you know, cutting your ear off and, and mm-hmm. painting and all that, but but life is creative and the Lord is creative and we reflect them in different aspects of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've noticed is when people start doing something they're passionate about, years and years or sometimes people in weeks get kind of tired of it and what was once a passion becomes a job. So how do you fight that or how do you take what was a passion that had become a job and still maintain a, an excitement for it? Um, yeah, to explain a little more, I guess, um, I love the fact of when I'm designing something for somebody or a business, um, I think of the end product, this brochure, whatever it is, this website is going to help create revenue for that company. Mm -hmm. And there's employees in that company and there's families in that company. So I, I think using my talents as a way of blessing them Mm -hmm. Because if they grow, their money grows, and yeah. you know they can pay their employees and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I don't see it as, you know, my personal art in the sure. sense of I did this and recognize me. I'd rather turn that around and say, how can I create something for you to benefit you? Yeah, that's good. So you know, it's we're here to serve. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so we can use those giftings selfishly, you know, and, and I think that if, if I have something I'm passionate about and I only want to continue to do it out of this passion, I, I think at some point you're not able to serve people because it's I mean, you're able to serve people, but you can't. I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but that's OK. Just mm-hmm. I think that at the, at the crux, at the fundamental level understanding that we're here to serve mm-hmm. and using those gifting to serve people can help drive you into those places. Is that, right. is that right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, one of my spiritual gifts is giving. So yeah. it's like, that's the number one thing that I want to do. I want to yeah. be able to give in whatever way that is, whether it's stacking chairs at church or if it's just helping out with the band, whatever it is, I don't, you know, that's just the nature in me is just to help give glory that God's given me or talents or whatever it is to others. Yeah. Because if I keep it all to myself, nobody knows about it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I remember um, we did a, a series on creativity at Young Adults a couple years ago, and Heather spoke while you painted mm-hmm. a painting that uh, um, you painted it in different sections, mm-hmm. and then it all came together. And that was one of those moments that I realized I, I, I came to a deeper level of the appreciation of creativity as a reflection of the Lord. You mm-hmm. know, that... You know, we um, so often we think that it's just loving people, and, and, and that's the, the quintessential expression of the Lord is loving people, which in a lot of ways it is. But the first time that someone was filled with the Holy Spirit in Scripture was to build the temple. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think creating is such a fascinating, beautiful way to reflect the Lord. And, and you were an example of a time, one of the first times that it just kind of clicked in my head. Mm-hmm. But thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think... God's always creating. Every day is a new day, um, whether it rains, snows, or sunny, or yeah. whatever. It's just creation continues, 
as we try to stand still. Yeah. And it's 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 recognizing it. It's, it's noticing it. Yeah. I think is the beauty in it. Yeah. Um, whether you you know you're doing an express spreadsheet or you know whatever type of job, flipping burgers, it it's all reflection of his glory yeah so i try to live by everyday glory in the sense of no matter how troubling my day is or things that are going on in my life i try to look at it from god's perspective Mm -hmm. he doesn't stop creation yeah it's always there it's always moving and i just want to be a part of it and be able to reflect that in some way to others yeah Hmm. so um both of your kids are pretty creative as well. Is that something that you think that they were just kind of like born with, or is that something that you kind of passed on, or <laughs> is that how, how did that come about? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, um, when you look back at my family, brothers, sisters, my mom, dad, and things, there's not too many creatives, I don't yeah. think. I mean, a little bit here and there. So I don't think we actually passed it on. I think they're just very observant. Um, I shared a lot of things with them of mm-hmm. like when we see something that just doesn't look right and I'm like, why'd they do this? Yeah. And they could have changed <laughs> this. And I think they just picked up on it in the sense of watching me, whether it's graphic design or if I was painting something, they always wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. And I think somehow naturally they just picked up some of that stuff. Yeah. And they've gone beyond even what I've accomplished, yeah. which is awesome as a parent. Yeah. 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 They're like, uh, what, what's the, the scripture says? They're like uh, arrows in a quiver so mm-hmm. that you can shoot them and they go further than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was, um, so you mentioned in your testimony just seeing creation mm-hmm. and, and that, that kind of coming into, uh, you know, coming to, bringing you to a realization that, that there has to be a creator. What was the, was there, do you remember a specific time or a specific thing that you saw that was just the, it was the straw and the camel's back? Yeah, I, I wish there was a day that I could say, this was the day, yeah. and that kind of stuff. No, I, I think it was just a natural process of looking at creation and saying, what can I create? I can't create color, I can't create shape, I can't, I have to use something. It's right. like, you know, there's a funny pun of, you know, God saying, let's see you make a human. Yeah. And okay, if I reach down and grab the dirt, he says, "No, I made that dirt. Yeah, make it yourself." You know, and so it's like when you look at the universe, it's like everything's out there. It's just that's the part of graphic design where you could just put it together in a nice, mm-hmm. pleasing way. Yeah. So. Hmm. So, what would you say? This is a question I've I've tried to ask. I uh, asked uh, Aiden and then Pastor Josh. What would you what Would you say to like? someone that may be listening now that is um that would consider themselves not creative you know someone that is probably that that non-traditional creative what would you say to those people in ways to either develop a a a way to see the world as creative or to understand that they can create Mm -hmm. good question um the only thing i can think of on the top of my head right now is you know if you don't think yourself as creative you still are Mm -hmm. um you can be the most logical numbers, theories, whatever you want to be on that side. You're still creating something. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, go back into flipping burgers. You're making a meal for a family. You're making a meal for an individual. Or, you know, you're in the business financial world. You're you're creating securities for people to prosper. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you're if you weren't there doing it, 
then it's not going to be done. Mm -hmm. So you are still creating. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't have to go out there and paint or play an instrument or anything like right. that. It's just be a part of that creation that yeah. is happening constantly. Yeah. That God has created this day for you and for me to just be a part of it. Yeah. And that's in good. those ways. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, that is that is about our time. As uh, as you heard our ringer go, that was our. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, any any closing thoughts before we? Well, great. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing everybody uh, after quarantine. But until then, continue to be the mighty hands of the gospel, and we love you three thousand. Thanks so much.